0: In this episode of the Microgreens Podcast, I'm gonna talk about what is the yield of a microgreen tray. In other words, how many microgreens do we get for each tray we plant? Welcome to the Microgreens Podcast. I'm your host, Todd Marsh, and I'm on a mission to help you, teach you, and motivate you to grow flavorful and nutritious microgreens in your home. Each Microgreens Podcast is meant to supplement content published on homemicrogreens.com, but in reality, the show is more about sharing with you the joys of growing your own food. Not only is it more nutritious, but seeing those plants grow will lift your spirits, bring a smile to your face, and give you a positive outlook on life. Let's get started. Welcome to episode number 38 of the Microgreens podcast. In this episode, I want to talk about how many Microgreens we get per tray. In other words, what is the yield for each tray? I hope you all are having a great day today. The days are getting longer, they're getting warmer, and before you know it, We'll be springing those clocks ahead. I cannot wait for more daylight hours. One of the purposes of this podcast was to answer people's question. And the other day I was asked of how many or how much... I'm always confused on that. Is it how many microgreens or how much microgreens? I guess in this case, it's how much microgreens we're going to get per tray. And I don't think you're going to like my first answer, which is, it depends. And I'm going to go into more reasons on why I say that. But at the end, don't worry, at the end, I'm going to give you some rough estimates of how much microgreens you can expect in your trays. And I I really still don't like saying much microgreens. It's many microgreens. I don't know. I guess we're talking volume, so much is better. But anyways, I'm going to interchange them. That way I don't have to worry about it. So if I say much, think many. If I say many, think much. So the main reason on why I say it depends on how many microgreens you're going to get per tray is one, the variety, but we'll get into that later. But the other things are how long you let them grow, what you're growing them in or what you're growing them on, how much light they're getting, at what stage do you want to harvest them? So there are just so many questions and I'm going to just go from personal experience here. That That's obviously all I can do. So I grow a few microgreens for wholesale and a few retail customers. So I grow, I don't know, anywhere from 6 to 15, 10, 20 trays a week. And I pretty much use the amount of seed that my Home Microgreens seed density calculator kicks out. If you want to see that calculator or those calculators, there's actually two of them, go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash calculator. That'll take you to a post. There'll be one of the calculators there. I have two. One kicks out a number in grams, and the other one kicks out a number in teaspoons, tablespoons, or quarter cups, depending on the seed. So you move the sliders to the dimensions of your tray, and then it'll tell you how much seed to plant. And then the calculator has a few varieties on it. I think it has 13 or 14 varieties, but I also have a seed density course, which contains both calculators, some worksheets, and some reference materials and it's updated more frequently than the web pages. So that's why I have the course. And I'll get more into the course and a problem I had with that in a little bit. However, I'm getting off topic here, so let's go back to the yield of microgreens. So that is the amount of seed I use. But the reason I can't tell you exactly what the yield will be, again, is all the different variables. For instance, in the summer, when I plant my microgreens, I generally plant them um, I deliver on a Thursday and I generally plant on a Sunday for the following, not that week, but the following week. So they're going seven, they're going 11 days, 11 to 12 days before I harvest them. However, in the winter, when it's colder out and I do keep my house a little bit colder in the winter, it takes 14 or 15 days. That's right. Sometimes I'm planning two weeks ahead for my next harvest. So a little over a week in the summer, a little over two weeks or two weeks in the winter, and then on the shoulder seasons in the fall and the spring, I just have to keep varying it week by week depending on what the outside temperatures are because that pretty much regulates what my house temperature is going to be. Now, if you're keeping your house at the same temperature, and if you're growing microgreens and you want to grow microgreens consistently, the more you can keep all the variables the same, use the same amount of seed Growing the same type of soil, growing the same size trays, try to keep your humidity the same, try to keep your temperatures the same, the more consistent results you'll have. It's sort of like do as I say, not as I do, because I, I certainly do not do that for economic reasons. But if I was growing a lot of trays for people, say I was growing 20, 30 trays, I would definitely want a room where the temperature was about the same within two or three degrees all the time. And I would probably try to keep that temperature around 75, and i put my cooler growing microgreens on a bottom shelf, and i put my warmer growing microgreens like basils on the upper shelf so where it's warmer. Long story short, I don't know how long you're letting your microgreens grow or how big you're letting them get before you harvest them. So it's going to be hard for me to give you an accurate yield. Grow media will have a lot to do with that too, and you're going to see in the next month or so how using a different soil will affect how your microgreens grow. That said, I can give you some ideas on what you're going to get for yields on three different types of microgreens. The first are going to be like the brassicas. So we're talking broccoli, uh, the mighty microgreen mix, kales, uh, karabi, red cabbage. I'll give you an estimate on those. I'll give you an estimate on sunflowers and I'll give you an estimate on peas. Again, peas are gonna vary a little bit. I'm talking about the dun peas or the um, uh, brown speckled peas, not necessarily the tendril peas. They grow a little bit slower than the more leafy uh, dun peas or brown speckles. What I'll do is I'll give you the yields I get out of 1020 trays, and then I'm gonna break that down into what you're gonna get per square inch a tray so you have some idea. And I'll tell you about the amount of seed that I use for each of these varieties in a 1020 tray. So for red cabbage, broccoli, mighty microgreen mix, um, kales, and karabi, I generally use between 16 and 17 grams of seed per 1020 tray. My microgreens are generally 3.5 to 4.5 inches tall, and that comes out to be about 10 ounces, maybe up to 12 ounces per 1020 tray. So if you figure a 1020 tray has 200 square inches, that means that for each square inch of tray you have, that's about 0.05 ounces. And just for another reference, if you're planting in the home microgreens tray, that comes out to be about two inches, two inches. That comes out to be about two ounces per tray, per home microgreens tray. Now for sunflowers, you're going to get quite a bit more. For sunflowers, I generally plant between 4.5 and 4.75 ounces of sunflower seed on a 10-20 tray, and my yields are between 27 and 30 ounces. Those are generally four and a half, maybe five inches tall, maybe up, nah, not quite six, probably about five inches tall in the middle of the tray, a little bit shorter around the edges. There are also quite a few sunflower microgreens that I don't put into my clamshells because they still either have the seed on them or they're not quite developed yet. I just toss them off to the side. So if you want to use those, you'll get a little bit more yield. But we're just going to go with, say, number one sunflower microgreens out of 1020 tray, planting four and a half to five ounces per tray. It comes out to 0.135 ounces per square inch. And if you're growing the home microgreens tray, that comes out to about 5 ounces of harvestable sunflower microgreens. For the peas, I generally put about 9 ounces of seed in a 1020 tray, and my yield is generally around 18 to 20 ounces of uh, harvestable pea shoots, and that comes out to 0.1 ounces per square inch. So if you're growing in a home microgreens tray, which is 37 and a half square inches, that comes out to about three and three quarters ounces. Now the nice thing about peas is you can actually set that tray aside if you have room, let them regrow, and then in another two weeks you can harvest a few more off of those. As for the other microgreens, say like cilantro or basil, I really have no idea. I don't, I don't grow those for sale, so I really have not kept track of uh, what the yield is. I generally grow just small trays and harvest them or eat them when when they're ready. I have let some trays of, say, kale, broccoli, Mighty Micro Mix go for another week. In other words, say I harvested, say I grew two or three trays, I didn't use it all, I let a half a tray grow. They definitely get much bigger. I think they get a little bit tougher. I don't like to sell those because I like to sell the younger, more tender microgreens. But if you let them grow, you I'm not going to say you're going to double your yield, but you will definitely increase it by quite a bit, depending on how long you let them grow. I want to see what is another popular microgreen, a mustard. Mustards will give you a little bit less than the brassicas, I believe, unless you're really letting them grow up to a true leaf stage, and then you might get about the same yield. So that's what I get for yield of microgreens per tray. Uh, Like I said, someone emailed me this the other day, and I sort of gave them it all depends answer. I gave them all the variables and why I can't really say. But then over the week, as I thought about it, I said, well, I can give a rough amount. So I figured I would just do a podcast on that. It gives people some idea what they're going to get. And maybe you get more, maybe you get less. I'd really like to hear it. You know, if, if let me know what you're getting for yields, if you're weighing it or measuring it, you can just email me at Todd at homemicrogreens.com. I'd, I'd love to hear from you. And I will recap these um, before we're finished. And as far as seeding rates, again, I generally go off pretty much what the uh, whole mega green seed density calculators say, but I will vary it. If I've been selling, say I'm growing two trays and I've been selling two trays, but it's been really close. In other words, I'm barely making the number of clamshells that I need. Then the next time I plant, I generally throw a few more seeds on there just just to make it easier. Or the same way, if I'm always having uh, a quarter of a tray left over and I'm not selling it. Then I'll then I'll seed that tray a little bit lighter the next time. So I'm sort of varying as I go. But these numbers I'm giving you right here are pretty much on average throughout the year. I think in the spring months, I they grow a little bit faster and quicker, mainly because I'm still um, I haven't caught up with my time frame on my planning. So maybe I'm planting them 13 days ahead of harvest when I should be planting them 12 days ahead of harvest. So there's a few more. And again, if we get a cold snap, then I actually, sometimes I'm barely making enough microgreens to sell because they just didn't grow like I expected them to. So it's kind of hard to judge on how much, how much microgreens you're going to get um, out of any tray consistently, at least the way I'm growing them. Again, if you have a room that you can keep a consistent temperature and you're growing them all this, you know, the same every time and it's the same batch of seeds because the germination rate can matter too. If you're buying seeds that are 85% and you all of a sudden you get a batch that has 95% germination, you're going to get more microgreens and vice versa. So your microgreen yield will vary depending on what lot of seed you're using. All right, I've rambled on enough here. Let me just... Uh, Summarize this. So for microgreens like brassicas, again broccoli, kales, uh karabi, mighty micro mix, cauliflower, you're gonna figure about 0.05 ounces per square inch of tray. For a 1020 tray, that's around 10 ounces. And for a home microgreens tray, that's around a little under two ounces. If you're growing a lot of mustards or mustard-rich mixes, Figure about nine ounces for a 1020 tray. The stems are a little bit thinner. They don't quite weigh as much. I think you get a little bit more leaf. They grow a little bit taller, but there's just not enough. There's just not as much mass as there is in, say, a tray of broccoli. And for mustards for a home microgreen tray, probably one and three quarters ounces. If you want to sell microgreens, what you want to sell are sunflower microgreens because they really produce a lot of yield. So for my trays, again, I'm putting about four and a half. Between four and a half and five, generally around four and a half ounces of seed on a 1020 tray. I'm getting around 27 or 28 ounces of microgreens or sunflower shoots. So that comes out to 0.135 ounces per square inch of tray. If you're growing in a home microgreens tray, figure around five ounces of sunflower shoots. Peas grow a little bit less than sunflowers. I put about nine ounces of seed and a 1020 tray. And I get about 18 ounces of sunflowers or sunflower shoots, 18 ounces of pea shoots off that tray. And that comes out to, again, around uh, 0.1 ounces per square inch of tray. So if you're growing in a whole microgreens tray, figure on three and three quarters ounces of yield per tray. All right. I think that's it for today. I hope you found this information helpful. If you did, please subscribe. I'd really appreciate it. I'll put this information in the show notes of the podcast. You can go to homemicrogreens.com forward slash 38, and that's where the show notes will be. You can also just go to homemicrogreens.com, and in the header, you'll see a, a tab for the podcast. Click on that, and you'll see all the podcasts. I hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll talk to you next week. Thank you for listening to the Microgreens podcast. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a comment. It really helps out the podcast. As always, stop by HomeMicroGreens.com and say hello. Now before the next show, plant your next tray of micros. Let's keep growing.